instead of thinking of worship as just a singular experience or a Sunday morning thing or even something that we do before our devotions, I want us to start thinking of it as a, a posture, a place that we operate from where we can be in this constant communication with God. We can walk in through our lives with this sense of holy expectancy. Okay, God, what are you going to do today? Who are you going to send me to? What do you want me to say? How do you want me to live? And yes, that starts with the moments and the experiences of worship, but but worship can be more of a lifestyle and not just an event. And so that's what we're going to be talking about today. Stay tuned. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus podcast. Do you sometimes doubt if you're truly hearing God's voice or if it's really your own? And how do you know the difference? Do you ever struggle to feel confident in your relationship with God and what He says in His Word? Do you sometimes feel stagnant or like maybe you hit a wall in your spiritual life? Hey, I'm your host, Rachel Grohl, missionary, author, pastor, and life coach, and I have been there. I too was doubting God's voice in my own life. I felt insecure about my relationship with Him, and I wanted to be obedient to what God was calling me to do, but I wasn't quite sure how to figure out what that was. I felt like I was wasting time trying to figure it out, and I just wanted a way to understand His will for my life. The answer for me was found in the pages of the scriptures, as I learned how to understand what they were actually saying. If you're ready to grow in your faith and to step confidently into the calling God has for you, then join me as we dig deep into God's Word so that you can learn to live out your faith in your everyday life. Friends, right now we are sold out of the She Hears Bible Study in my store and Amazon and I think a bunch of other stores online, which is a great problem, but it's a problem nonetheless. And uh, the the publisher was not prepared for how quickly these Bible studies were going to be selling. So if you're trying to get your hands on one and you want to make sure you don't miss out when they come back in stock, you can send me a quick message. Just put the title uh, or a, qu- a quick line that says, let me know. And I will add your name to an email list that's going to go out as soon as I get my hands on, on the new copies. And so Um, If you could pray for that, I would appreciate that. Also, in the meantime, in the She Hears shop, which the link is in the show notes, we have the opportunity to give you some resources to use in the meantime. So if you've already done the Bible study or you're waiting to get your hands on a copy, there is uh, journaling Bibles, there is note-taking Bibles, there are individual Bible journals, um, there's a prayer journal, lots of things to kind of keep you going in the next couple weeks. I think it's going to be about three to four weeks before we get those back in stock. So thank you for your patience. And depending on when you're listening to this, they might already be back in stock. But thank you for your support and the way that you continue to support this podcast and this ministry. I am so blessed by you. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Grohl. Today is day four in our discussion on worship, and we've been going through each week these series of spiritual disciplines with the goal of hearing God's voice more clearly. So we are continuing our discussion on how worship helps us to hear God's voice more clearly. Along with worship, and by worship I mean an experience with Jesus, not necessarily a, a worship service, but but living in a place of worship, I feel like there is this whole other side of things that sometimes we forget in the hustle of our day-to-day, and it's this idea of holy expectancy, expecting and cultivating uh, moments with the Holy Spirit. And so 
Yesterday we talked about how a lot of things should really start with worship. If we are in grieving, um, worship is the place to go. If we are um, marveling at God's glory, worship is the place to go. If we're needing filled back up, worship is the place to go. And so, yes, um, the the act of interacting with Jesus in a moment of worship and in authentic interaction is for sure um, the solution to and and the place to start for a lot of those things but beyond that moving beyond this individual experience i want us to look at this idea of living in a place where we are in constant communion with god and um while that may not mean that you can always be you know on your knees in in your room with music playing you can live in such a way where you are carrying with you this holy expectancy and and you can cultivate that in a way that you can start to recognize God's voice more clearly throughout your your day-to-day life and so that really begins when we enter into this place with God in our heart and so um we can take those moments of worship, those authentic relationship moments that we talked about yesterday, and we can hold those in our hearts so that when we are going throughout our day, whether we're going to work or we're, um, you know, going to hang out with friends or we're parenting our kids or whatever it is we're doing, we're constantly listening to God's voice and, and expecting him to speak to us. Because I think that the, one of the great tragedies is people will say, Oh, I, I don't ever hear from God, but yet they don't listen. And and the reality is, is that it's not that God is silent. We're just not listening. And so this intentional opportunity we have to listen for God's voice. Yes, it starts with worship, but then it continues as we continue to engage in, in that way where we're, we're, we're praying. We're saying, okay, God, I'm listening. Whatever you want to say, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm listening. So... Um, that is often what happens for me because, uh, this is something that I've worked through for a long time. Um, and, and that's really the desire of my heart, not just for, for me, but for you. Um, I find that now even God will interrupt my thoughts with his thoughts, um, which is amazing because often it's to pour out into you or the Facebook group or or the people that I'm interacting with one-on-one. So the, it becomes a habit of this constant conversation, and it gets easier every day. The more we do it, um, the easier it is to understand and recognize it. So I'm going to read from you Psalm 96, and we're going to talk a little bit about that after I finish reading it. Psalm 96. It says, Sing God a brand new song. Earth and everyone in it, sing. Sing to God. Worship God. Shout the news of his victory from sea to sea. Take the news of his glory to the lost. News of his wonders to one and all. For great, for God is great and worth a thousand hallelujahs. His furious beauty puts the other gods to shame. Pagan gods are mere tatters and rags. God made the heavens. Royal splendor radiates from him. A powerful beauty sets him apart. Bravo, God, bravo. Everyone joined in the great encore and the great shout encore. In awe before the beauty, in awe before the might. Bring gifts and celebrate. Bow before the beauty of God, then to your knees, everyone worship. Get out the message. God rules. He put the world on a firm foundation. 
He treats everyone fair and square. Let's hear it from sky with earth joining in and a huge round of applause from the sea. Let wilderness turn cartwheels, animals come dance, put every tree of the forest in the choir, an extravaganza before God as he comes, as he comes to set everything right on earth, set everything right, treat everyone fair. No, again, uh, this week I'm reading from the message because sometimes the verbiage in there is a little bit easier to understand if you're not super familiar with the Old Testament. Um, but but I want to draw your attention to a couple of things. It starts off by saying, sing God a brand new song, earth and everyone in it, sing, sing to God, worship God. So again, we are starting this holy expectancy, this constant communication with God. We're starting from a place of worship. And then it goes on to say, shout the news of his victory from sea to sea. Take the news of his glory to the lost, news of his wonders to one and all. That's evangelism. So yesterday we talked about this interaction with Isaiah where out of this moment of worship, then God looks is looking for somebody to send and Isaiah says, send me. This is a very similar thing where it's saying, okay, we're going to start with worship, but in response to worship, we are overflowing with with news of who God is and what he's done for us and what he's done for other people. And so that's this evangelism portion that comes in where we can uh, not only get filled up, but we can share with other people what God's doing in our lives. And, and I, and I want to say that that posture uh, becomes easier the more you do it, but it really starts like people will say to me, "Well, you know, I don't have I don't have a gifting for evangelism." No, you don't really need a, a, a specific gifting for evangelism. All you have to do is tell people what God is doing in your life. But it starts with God doing something in your life, and how does that happen? Well, of course, we're reading our Bible and we're worshiping and we're having these um, authentic moments with God, and then we can overflow and and let those things spill out onto people instead of the things that are filling our hearts um, when we're in sin and anger and chaos and all those things. Instead, let, let the things of God spill over. And so I want to say um, this is this is what was kind of happening in my life one time when we had gone to New York City. There's an organization there that I work with called... Um, Metro World Child um, with Pastor Bill Wilson. But anyway, we would go there uh, for years, uh, every May. We would go and we would work with the children there. And this was a world, is a world-renowned organization where people come from all over the world to get training for evangelism and inner city missions. And so we were on a bus, um, a, a metro, and there was... Our team, which was, I don't know, maybe four or five people, all English-speaking people, and there was another gentleman there who was from Moldova, and please forgive me, I'm not sure if Moldovans speak Russian or if Moldovian might be their language, I'm not exactly sure, um, but as he was sitting next to us, he spoke very little English, we didn't speak any of whatever he was speaking, and he starts to sing, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here, and you know, we're there with this heart of evangelism. We're there because we want to share what God's doing in our lives and, and, and help share the, the hope of the gospel. And so our response was to sing along with him. And so he's singing in his language and we're singing in ours. And don't you know, there were several other people on that subway car that also jo- joined in and started singing. And so if you can imagine this, on a filthy subway car in New York City, we entered into worship 
with several languages because not even everybody was th that was in the subway was singing uh in english some of them i don't i don't even know what language they were they were singing all of them so but what what i'm saying is is even in a subway in new york city we can live in this posture of worship if we're living in this place of holy expectancy um now of course that took something on his part it took something on our part but um engaging in this authentic interaction you know what happened after we left that subway car we were empowered and we spread the gospel probably more effectively than than we would have had we not done that and so i always think about that when i think about this concept of of living in a place of holy expectancy and living in a place where we are constantly in in communication with god waiting to see what he has for us expecting him to to speak to us and engaging in those moments when when he does so i pray that um today as you are thinking about this idea of worship that you wouldn't see it as a sunday morning thing you wouldn't even see it as a specific instance um, and a specific experience that you have at a certain point in the day, but instead you would start to see it as a, um, a way of being, a way of interacting with God, a way of surrendering your heart and opening up your, the ears of your heart to listening to him. Father God, I thank you for my friends today. I thank you for the way that you intervene in our lives um, and you long to have that kind of relationship with us as you engage with us through our world, through the people that we interact with, through the places we go. Lord God, I thank you that there's no place that we can go that you are not, that, that you are omnipresent, that you are as much involved in my life as you are in the lives of my friends. Lord, I pray that you would make the reality of your presence known in our lives, that, that you would create in us a desire to look for you, that you would create in us a desire to be in open communication and have this holy expectancy, that you would help us to live from a place of worship. God, I thank you for who you are, for what you did, and what you continue to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, real quick, friends, before we go, I just want to remind you of two things that I'm, I'm telling everybody about this week. Uh, the first is two free things, I should say. The first is our uh, daily Christian Women's Facebook group. It's free to join. It's uh, different than the fan page for the She Hears Bible Studies and Resources. This is specifically for podcast listeners. It's a place to ask questions, to ask for prayer, to give feedback on different series and things like that that I'm going to do. And uh, two different times this week so far, God has woken me up or specifically given me a word for that group, um, for, for somebody in that group. And so that is a, a, a great way to get some free bonus content that's not on the podcast. And then the second thing is the email list. The email list goes out on Fridays. I don't bug you, I promise. I just put it on there for, as a reminder of the different things we're talking about throughout the week. If there's announcements, I put it on there. If I'm going to be speaking somewhere, I put it on there. And so those are two free resources for you that I hope that you will take advantage of. And um, I, I want you to know, I I'm really excited to see those two things growing because um, my heart really is to help you grow in your spiritual walk and grow closer to God and hear his voice more clearly. So um, thank you for, if you are a part of that already, thank you for being a part of that. Hey friends, if this podcast helped encourage, empower, or equip you for God's call in your life, 
I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. That's the number one way you can support my show. You can also join our free Facebook community or Instagram page where I share inspirational tips, resources, and prayer throughout the week. Hey, I want you to know I'm praying for you this week. Know that you are loved, you are cherished, and you are His.